Jingle, 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 jingle. I'm the sports, sports trapped bear. Whoa! And I'm about to free myself <laughs> into a new year oh, no. of new sports, sports episodes. So what does that mean for the? Everyone better watch yeah. out <laughs> because there's about to be a wounded, formerly trapped sports, sports bear. Whoa! On the prowl. Oh man. And where are you running? Are you running home? Or are you running to get the man that trapped you? Um, I think it's just going to be an all-out rampage. Okay, got For it. 2019. Yeah. We've been trapped. We've the been trapped. The sports boards bear has been trapped in 2018 for too long. Yes, I agree. And the sports boards bear is going to come out and start killing. Yeah, yeah. Guess what, America? You've trapped this bear for way too long. That's right. And we this bear will kill. It, no. It has been wronged. And it's out for vengeance. <laughs> Ashley, welcome yeah. to Sports Sports. <laughs> ben, welcome to Sports Sports. My name's Ben Wheatmarsh. I'm sitting next to Ashley Chavez Wheatmarsh. And we're about to ring in the new year with a special final episode of on the board's day of christmas holiday sportstacular right this is our final one right we're closing out the year the holidays are over yes holidays are officially over that's right the cookies have been eaten oh thank god the champagne has been popped and poured yes and guzzled if you're at one of the parties that we went to yikes we only went to one hence my voice yeah Scratchy. We did I didn't drink too much over the holidays. You didn't. I've I did. Did you, you think you did? <laughs> I didn't notice. I it. think I got oh that's good. That's always what I want yeah. here. I think I just got a little heavy on the wine pours. Right. A heavy a, heavy a heavy pour. Yes. But compared to younger us, yeah, no, this was very this is a very adult right. holiday. I don't remember being like hungover. More than like, oh, I, like you know that feeling when you wake up Slight and you're and yeah. just like, ah, I shouldn't have had that last yeah drink. Yeah. I shouldn't have had those last two drinks. Let's be honest. Yeah, with <laughs> me. <laughs> but I had that feeling, but never one that lasted beyond like 10 a.m. I guess that's true for and me too. That's not a bad hangover to me. That's true. I agree. Well, that's our hangover update for <laughs> for the holidays, but the hangover is over. And we're moving our eyes forward right. to the new year of right. 2019. Very exciting. And for this episode, what we do, what hopefully you did and you know, people around the world are doing in these first couple of days of the year, is they're making their New Year's resolutions. Yes. And what we've prepared today is just a few, three apiece, New Year's sports resolutions. Right. And now this comes with a caveat that... You know, me and you, Ashley, we are perfect sports fans. I, I think so, too. In every I way really possible. <laughs> we can't improve because no. we are perfect sports right. fans. Right, you're right. What we think about sports is actually the way it is. Is truly the way it is and the right way. It is the right uh, American way. Right, well, right. and 
hopefully you at home feel the same way because the way you are a sports fan is the perfect sports fan. Yes. That's what's beautiful about sports. You root for the right teams. You hate the 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 you bad teams. The, yeah, the exactly. teams that should be hated. Right. You hate the refs and the umpires. I mean, we all like can everyone get else. That. Yeah. We all can get behind that. So, no one should feel like they need to be a better sports fan, no. but you know, sometimes there are a few tweaks. What's life if make. it's, you know, if you don't have a, a little room for improvement? Absolutely. You need to strive to be better yeah. every year. And yeah. that's what we're going to do here. So, folks, if you have any resolutions, let us know. But we're going to launch into ours yes. right away. Let's right. just do it. And since I went first last time, I think you should go first this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> I will go first this time. And uh, this is a big one because this is one I've been struggling with my whole life, and that is real. So you're starting out with a big one? I'm going to get real. Oh, wow. And I'm starting off with a big one, the biggest one I have. Okay. And I think I've slowly improved on this, but this year I'm going to make a very serious push. And we don't know our resolutions, by the way. So this We is have not discussed this. So news to me as if well. If you're listening at home... Um, we share a lot as a married couple, but yes. one thing we don't share is resolutions. our resolutions <laughs> until we're taping ourselves. That's true. Talking yeah. about that. Mm. So this is a real sports resolution, <laughs> and that is to be to not be superstitious while oh. I'm while I'm watching a game or before uh, big games, which I tend to be. And my superstitions have crippled me over my life. Both in sports, mostly in sports, but, uh, you know, throughout my entire life, I have been such a weirdly superstitious person, and I hate it. You hate it? I hate being superstitious. Why? I feel like I'm in uh, in chains. I'm uh, in handcuffs by my superstitions. It's silly. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being superstitious, if, as long as it's, like, a fun thing. Yeah. But... When I'm watching a game, sometimes I feel like I am uh, caged. I'm like the caged yeah. sports sports bear. Right. And I can't get out of it. I need to sit a certain way. I need to do this. I yeah. need to do that. And let me just run down real quick, Ashley, and for everybody listening, some of the terrible sports superstitions that have truly crippled me mm -hmm. over my lifetime. Just in the last couple of years, uh, I've gone each each baseball season pretty much since the fan cave, which was five years, five baseball seasons ago. I have gotten this obsession with how I watch what I look at as a pitch is being thrown. So what Wait, I am looking at on the screen, every pitch, pretty much not e not every single pitch. Not like if I'm not watching it or if I'm not paying attention, I, I don't watch it. But while I'm watching. This is something I will sometimes think when I'm watching and not doing anything else. I'll sometimes think I need to look at the catcher's mitt and then the result will be good. Okay. Or I need to look at the pitcher's hand and just follow the ball. Right. Or it will not be good. Or I'll look at the hitter while the pitch is being thrown. Right. And I, or it won't be good. And that is something that I just like my the obsessive mind. I can't get over it. Yeah, I um I'm similar, very similar to you, but I 
I like it. I know you like it, and I think because you have a healthy relationship with it, but I think I am. I don't know that I have. I'm curious now if I have a healthy relationship with it. I think I do. I think that, okay, so, so uh, let's see if this sounds healthy. It probably won't. Um, <laughs> I don't think, has it ever I mean, none been? None of it is. It's all insane. Yeah, has it ever been course. healthy when someone says, let's hear if this sounds healthy <laughs> or not? So this that is usually not promising. Means, yeah, that usually means like I eat eight Oreos with every vegetable. Right, right. Uh, which is don't ever, no, don't do that. Um, but I, uh, winning is so much better when you're superstitious because you feel like you've done it. You're, yeah. you did it. That's a you strong pro superstition argument. And like, you feel like you've contributed. Right. It's not that I could have just been like walking around the house while this game was going on and then they win. What, what do I have to do with that? I have nothing to do with that. I didn't even watch it. Or I did watch it casually. That doesn't count. If I'm focused on everything and I'm sitting in the right place and I'm doing the right things, that means I'm a part of this too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that makes sense. And I, I respect that for sure. And I think that's like part of why I like or I indulge myself in it. Right. But sometimes I think I take it to an unhealthy obsessive, like just sitting a certain way. Every pitch for a regular season game is a little... I mean, I don't like. I said, I don't. It's not like, all the time. I, I don't make that. sure I watch every pitch. But if I'm just sitting there and watching, right, then my mind starts going to the place where I need yeah, to. Yeah, that do doesn't sound enjoy- as enjoyable as like just sitting in the right place and uh, being around the right people and yeah. thinking the right thoughts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And yeah, that's like, that's something, if it was as simple as like, oh, it's a big game. I need to sit on this end of the couch. That would be one thing. But here's another one that I've had for my entire life. Uh, This is a superstition I've had for my entire life while I'm watching a basketball game. And I remember doing this when I was just in grade school playing Mm -hmm. like for school or for AAU. Um, While I'm watching someone shoot a free throw, I either watch... I, I, if I want them to miss, if it's a team I want to miss, I watch the ball leave the shooter's hand and follow the ball to the hoop. But if I want them to make it, I just look at the hoop and out of my peripheral vision. No, really? I just watch it. And that's just something, it's the same thing. Like if I happen to be watching it, that's what I'll do. Right. Or if it's like a big shot right. and I'm watching it and I really want it to go in. That's so where it's my not mind necessarily like if I don't watch every single shot, they lose for sure. Like right, it's all, right, exactly. Not on you. But, but if, if you I are am watching, watching, then you need to do these tricks in order to help them. Yeah, yeah, okay. and it's and like I said, over the years I've gotten better, and I can see, I can feel myself doing it, and then I'll be like, "This is insane! What am I doing?" Yeah, <laughs> and I think honestly, and let's get if you want to get deep about it, I think it is being raised Catholic makes you very superstitious. <laughs> I was very I've been very superstitious my whole life, despite knowing that that is a silly thing to do. Right. Because I think it's just like so much of uh, life is based on those. So much of your life when you're raised Catholic is based on ritual, which is good in some respect. But a lot of times, like (laughs) I remember when I was a kid uh, in the shower, I would wash myself a certain way like i would wash my arms and then my torso and then did my you feel legs. trapped in that because i wash myself a certain way yeah but I it's felt, because i like the routine of it right and that's healthy yeah. i think but i felt if i didn't do that then i would have a bad day oh okay 
or something bad would that happen to me. That does seem very Catholic. Yes. Yes. Something bad would happen to me if I didn't. And, and it a wasn't little like, OCD. Yes. It's a little OCD. And I don't think it was to a point. I'm not saying that I was like burn the house down if I wasn't able to wash my right. <laughs> body parts right. in a certain yeah. way. But I was, it was to the point where I thought about it all. Like I thought about it while I was showering every time I shower. Right. And then for like running when I ran cross country and track in high school and college, if I had a race or something coming up, I would always make sure I washed myself in a very specific way. What? But I think that's also part of being an athlete. Then I mean that because a Catholic I think athlete, a Catholic is athlete. really good at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Catholic athlete. I should write a book. You should name the Catholic athlete. Yes, and it's just about the torment of routine and ritual. Yeah, and, yeah. Like Sean Casey is a very specific athlete who I know had a lot of like crazy rituals. Oh yeah. And I'm not sure if he's Catholic, but he seems but like But isn't he, he from like He's from Pittsburgh, oh, which is okay. Catholic. Yeah. Okay. Which I is can see that. It also seems like he doesn't Catholics. care about a lot of things, so it's weird that he does have a lot of routines and rituals. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He doesn't have too many priorities. No, it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> But his routines are one of them. Right. Anyway, I've rambled on about this, but it, it no, was a deep so interesting. one. It's a deep one. Yeah. Um, and I and I need to just like you know, slow. I know I can't just quit them cold turkey because they just no. enter my mind. Yeah, exactly. While I'm watching games sometimes, you but slowly force yourself to look at something else right. and see what happens. Wash my legs first. Wash your legs first. Legs first. That's yeah. Weird. I'm gonna write that on our bathroom mirror no. so i always oh, okay. remember in the steam but in that's it okay <laughs> no it goes away. in paint no <laughs> in red paint i'll i'll chip it off don't worry okay, anything so you do to that mirror i can fix except for break <laughs> it don't break it yeah i don't want to break the mirror <laughs> then i gotta pay for a mirror install the mirror it's not our mirror so it's like yeah, yeah. it's a whole thing all, all right. right ashley that was my first sports new year new year's sports resolution what is yours man that was way deeper than any of mine yeah Um, none of my other ones are deeper okay cool that makes me feel a little bit better my first one uh my first sports new year's resolution is to get back to following soccer as well as i did not too long ago when we moved to la kind of threw off all of my um my timing and my schedules and my routine and everything and with different job situations and this and that everything was a little bit off and um, that stinks because then it's hard to keep track of what's fun in your life and like all the things that you enjoy, like entertainment wise and watching um, Bundesliga was one of them for me. So I want to go back to watching it every week and remembering what time to watch, paying attention and making an effort to see what time the games are and then watching those. Right. Because and what are the typical times of Bundesliga? Usually like Friday and, and Saturday morning. Uh Pacific Every, time, LA time. Yes, yes, in the morning, um, and in New York too. How guess, early are we talking? Like nine thirty. Oh, okay, so it's so really it's doable. definitely doable. It's like a football. It's like a American football type schedule, only Friday and Saturday. Right, just a little bit, and then I, I mean, it's it is possible, I guess, that we get some reruns out here. I haven't even paid attention to that, but I don't think so. Um, anyways, yeah, like usually around like nine thirty, nine o'clock. So it's not terrible at all, but I just. When I catch it now, I'm so happy when I see it pop up on whatever I'm looking at. Well, if I'm on Twitter and then I see that a game's going on, I'm like, oh, good. And then I like find it. But I used to be so good at making sure that 
at this time on this on Saturday morning. I'm watching the game now at this time. I can't be bothered from these hours and these hours. Right. Um. And so I've been getting better about it this year, but next year's next year's about fully getting back to my old routines. Yeah, you know? yeah. Get in, especially now. Yeah, like when you have a job and you're feeling starting to feel settled, it's good yeah. to get in. And even though I have routines. a new job and I still don't know what that what my life is going to be like with times and waking up and how much um, energy I have to put forth uh, and how tired I am on the weekends. Right. We'll see how it goes, but I can almost guarantee that it's not going to be as insane as my last job was. So I think I will have time and energy to follow sports again, and that's going to be so exciting. And that's great. And yeah, a lot of that just has to do with knowing when the games are, too. It it really does help. And not to, this isn't all about me. I know that, but (laughs) I will just real quick. This just reminded me of another superstition that I have Uh is I use Google Calendar for all of my planning and stuff right. like whenever i have a meeting or an audition or whatever sure. i put it in my google calendar but the one thing i don't put in there is games <gasps> that purpose. i want to watch on purpose because i used to and then i guess at some point i started doing that and then whatever it was they lost and now i never put in games that i want to watch into my google calendar. i didn't know this about you yeah so instead i just obsessively google whatever team i'm thinking of schedule like six times before every game to make sure i know what time it is oh man which is bad you know what it's not bad it's just like it takes a lot of energy it's It's sick sick. twisted and that's my mind um but yeah so you got to get back to your uh yeah you got to get back to just knowing that oh yeah it's this time of day it's this day and this time of day that's right. probably time for a Instead of just waking up at game. those, like on Saturday and Sunday, and being just so tired and I can't think of anything else. Now yeah. it's like, I want to wake up and enjoy a game. Yeah, yeah. This be great. With your morning coffee. Right. And it's a good schedule, too, the Bundesliga. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So it's weekends. You yeah. get to watch like something Champions League Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Not right. all of the Tuesday and Wednesdays, but... Right occasional Tuesdays, Wednesdays, it's Champions League. Yeah, and I'm going to be with you on the soccer front only. Yeah. I'm getting into MLS right. this year. That's not one of my sports, so no sports League, resolutions. Which I will say is the best. Yeah, and I should. I will. Gra- I think I'm going to graduate to Champions League and then maybe like Premier League or Bundesliga. Ooh, well, Bundesliga. Champ- but I'm going to start Champions on MLS. League is all the European leagues they play. Against each other right, in a right. big tournament. Yes. yes, yeah, Champions League and then Don't picking go to a Premier European league. league. Actually, that's fine. You can go to Premier League. <laughs> well, first, I don't I'm, know. Anyway, so I, you know, I'm going to start because uh, uh, I'm a down home American boy. Uh, I'm don't gonna say start, it. I'm going to start with that. the MLS. Oh, okay. Never mind. Well, what did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to be a Chelsea fan now. That oh, Christian no. Pulisic is going there. Then <laughs> no, you can't be a Chelsea fan. No, I probably <laughs> won't. Allowed. I mean, if I end up being a Premier League or Bundesliga fan, I'm going to pick like the shittiest team probably, right. and they're going <laughs> to suck. And I'm just going to be like, why am I doing this to myself <laughs> once again? But I'm going to be a Cincinnati, yes, an FC Cincinnati fan of the MLS because I'm from Cincinnati, and that so makes are perfect they. sense, yeah. Um, so I will be following some more soccer this year, yeah. So it's really going to be a soccer it's 2019 be a fun soccer in year. this household, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, uh, let's move on to my second New Year's resolution, New Year's sports resolution, mm. and 
That's going to be um, read more books during baseball games. Oh. I started doing this uh, this year where if there was a game on and I kind of wanted to watch, but you know, it yeah, wasn't like a super important game right. or whatever, but I didn't really, I wanted to be around it. Right. And I would start reading. Because I'll tell you what. That's so smart. Um, I don't know about everybody listening at home, but every year it gets harder and harder to find time to read books. And yeah. I love reading it's books. It's crazy. And when we used to live in New York City, obviously this has been said a million times, but New York City, you can read a book because you're riding the subway. It's a readable city. Yeah. Anytime you're in a place where you're taking public transportation everywhere you go, you can just carry a book with you yeah. and read a book. But once I moved to L.A., I think I read two books the first year we lived here. More than me. And then this year I, re- I read like maybe 10 to 12 books. Amazing. Which is truly because a feat of strength to me because I, I had trouble any time I was trying to read a book. Right. Anyway, while if you're not doing this at home and you're a baseball fan, this is the trick. Sounds so You just nice. mute those shitty announcers. <laughs> What if you have They're not all announcers? shitty announcers, I know. But if you mute the ones, uh, the bad ones and the good ones go with them. But you read a book during a baseball game, it's the perfect combo. I mean, I think you can read and listen at the same time. Yeah, you can. I get distracted very easily. Ah, so yeah. I um, I like usually silence or smooth jazz while I'm oh, reading books. Oh, yeah. voila. Some sort of smooth jazz. But even on even to expand on this, not just reading, but also just being more productive while I watch sports. And very specific, even more specifically, being uh, more deliberate as to whether I'm going to sit and relax and watch this game or uh-huh. if I'm going to be productive during the game. Because so often I'll kind of like be half watching a game and then I just like end up looking at Twitter the whole time. Um, right. while I'm watching the game and then it just becomes stupid. I should sit and watch and relax and watch the <laughs> sit and watch and relax and watch the game <laughs> while I'm watching the game. Um, or I should be doing stuff that is productive while the game is on in the background. And yeah. I'm going to be more deliberate about that in the future. And folks, if you, uh, I don't know how much you watch games wise at home, but if you watch more than, you know, I'm watching probably, what, four or five games a week? Yeah. On average? Yeah. Baseball, I watch five probably. Yeah. At least have it on. Yeah, it's always on. That's too much. I need to just be productive during about three of those five games. It's possible. Instead it's of looking at dang old Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what I'm are you going to do? Yeah. So be more productive be more while productive. I'm watching games. Right, you can. Especially baseball games. Baseball makes it so easy. Yeah. You're in, you're out, you're listening, you're paying attention, you're not. It's yeah, fine. It doesn't matter. No You've judgment. You've not lost your page. It's Absolutely. all right there. I agree. All right, Ashley, what's your second New Year's sports resolution? My second New Year's is my second sports New Year's right New Year's sports resolution. Right, there we right. go. Um is to sign up for theaterextras.com. And for those of you that don't know, and maybe I shouldn't blow up this spot because I don't know how long it's going to last. Yeah, so if you're listening to this, don't tell anyone. Just you this take the advice. This is just a secret for you. This is just for sports sports fan. listeners. Right. Or theater fan. If you like things that involve tickets, this is probably for you. So theaterextras.com is a site that allows a membership for $100 
you get unlimited access to theater or like just tickets in general to sporting events and theaters and and maybe other things. I don't yeah, even any know. Any ticket else. based event. Any ticket based ticket ticket based event. You have access to the extra tickets that were not sold, and you get them for free. It's free, other than the $100 you pay a year. But a couple of my friends have been going to Clippers games for free, essentially. Rock bottom Two tickets, $100 a year. That's the only fee. You get two tickets, and they're sitting in $250 a piece, $250 a seat per person for nothing. Wow. It's amazing. And they've gone multiple times. So So you need to be so to do this you need to be number 1 uh thinking ahead to sign up and number 2 you have to be spontaneous. The spontaneous type you of You have person. to be spontaneous and you have to have yeah, you have to think like, "Oh yeah, I just want to go to a rando game of this, that and whatever." Or you can be lucky and like your team is in town or something's right. going on and or you're lucky enough to live in the city that your your team is based. Yes, that would be go great. To so many games. I don't even think isn't that weird how I we right. probably you don't either I'm guessing is like we never even consider the fact that fans like live in the city that they root for. Yeah, know? we've been we've been uh I've been gone away f- for so long. Yeah, it's been 12 years since I lived in Ohio and it's just been so long since I've considered like just going to a Reds game to be a simple thing that I don't right. just what like a nice thing have to do. Three chances at a year, and right? Need to clear my schedule to like get to all three of those. Exactly. Can you imagine just like going after work to see your team play? Yeah. Whenever you want to. Yeah, I think Nuts. the one uh, thing if I could change or the one thing money will never buy me is the happiness of being a season ticket holder for a team I like. Sure. <laughs> I've always wanted to be. Money will never buy you the happiness that is that brings you season tickets. That's right. But money does. <laughs> That's kind of a complicated way of putting it, I guess. But money will never buy me the happiness <laughs> that comes with buying season tickets to a team <laughs> that I like. Money does play a big role. But it will never but buy will me never that. Buy me that because I don't live in the Cincinnati area. Yeah, or Minneapolis for basketball, right? For NBA basketball. So yeah, that's that stinks. But what's it called again? Ticket or theater extra? Theater extra extras. Something like that. Yeah. Google it. You'll find it. You'll find it. These days, it doesn't need to be pres- the web address doesn't need to. Pre- It'll pop be up no matter what. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm telling you, all it is is a hundred dollars a year. It's like movie pass, but for like sporting events and theater events, stuff right. like that. Ticket based events, as we have said earlier. That's right, and it's not going to fail. Like movie pass has failed. It us. will hundred percent fail. So you oh, need yeah, to get right. it now. <laughs> so take while advantage. It's now. Still a business, yes. Or before they're like, actually, it's five hundred dollars or whatever. Yeah, that's kind of just the plan when you're a consumer. It, these days, that's like a good plan. Just jump on things. That are trying to establish themselves <laughs> before, before they fail. Before they fail miserably. Or before it gets too big and shitty. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That sounds great. And yeah. that's gonna that's gonna make your two thousand and nineteen and by proxy my two thousand. That's absolutely right. Yes. Great. Because we're talking two tickets, hundred dollars a year. Oh that's yeah. Insane. I'll buy I'll pay a hundred fifty dollars per ticket for some tickets. We do I all mean, the time. Yeah. 
Not, I don't know about it all the time. Well, not for basketball. Or baseball. Or baseball. And we concerts don't to, we, we do. We don't go to football games. Concerts? Concerts, that's true. I don't um, know that this counts for concerts, but it doesn't matter. I'm just saying we yeah, do that's spend true. that much what money on tickets. What if we did tickets. get a concert? Uh, maybe we could be maybe going to does. some sort of uh, fun Hootie and the Blowfish concert or something. Maybe. All right, my New Year's sports resolution number three, the third and final one I got is I'm going to get a mastery of advanced basketball basketball statistics. I am not I don't know <laughs> advanced basketball stats right. at all. Right. Like I'm talking like real plus minus, effective field goal percentage, stuff like that. Okay. And I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of baseball advanced stats right but basketball still eludes me and they are starting to be mentioned during broadcasts and stuff and i like if a broadcaster is mentioning it i should know it that's like kind of my cutoff even though i will say basketball is much different than baseball and you know this so when the baseball announcers are saying it it's like okay well yeah but if basketball announcers are saying it it's been pushed they want them to get that because they want to be like yeah nba wants to be yeah, they Younger, want people better, right. They, they want people digging faster. in um, and being like fanatic about the NBA, and that's that comes with right. being fanatic. And I understand that baseball statistics, larger sample size, uh, you know, there's less improvisation in in baseball. Also, all that for stuff. some reason, a war that doesn't make any sense because the two can work together. I don't know why there is this whole situation. Oh, oh yeah, and chemistry. by war you don't mean. Oh, I don't mean don't the actual mean the stat, stat war. war. I yeah. uh, forgive me, but the this uh, battle between chemistry versus uh, sabermetrics. Yeah, it's. Ins- I don't it's know so who like, put that into motion or whatever, but do you think that's going to cause people to join one side or the other? And uh, I don't know. There, it's baseball. Oh God, baseball fix yourself yes and here's my issue with that with the advanced stats people and people or rather the baseball people who don't like the old people that just are intimidated by anything beyond that are just intimidated beyond any like additional knowledge that they yeah yeah, exactly that they might not understand and what kills me is that everybody's talking about okay we got to get baseball more popular which i think baseball is still very popular it's never gonna be gigantic like the nfl or nba uh is starting to be now but it's still very popular it's a regional sport you root for your team every day blah 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 Anyway, when an announcer is the person who talks to you about baseball six to seven days a week, talks to fans about baseball six to seven days a week, and they all seem to hate stats, or not not all of them. There's obviously like good ones and bad ones and people who are like somewhere in the middle of the spectrum there. But when a baseball announcer just continues to like treat stats like it's for nerds and for like for people who have never played the game or don't really understand the game, that's turning off fans who might like that stuff. Exactly. So why don't you just mention it and explain it and tell people why there is a large group of people growing all the time that find uh, following that kind of stuff for baseball or basketball fun. And what's wrong with that? It's making the game more fun for those people. Right. And the problem is is that we have these white, old men, hicks named Hawk Harrelson, that are like, 
oh, I don't understand this. And you know what? I don't need to understand anything. I know how the game is played. And anything beyond win-loss is too much for me, and I don't think so. And this is for nerds, and I'm going to say something offensive because I don't know how to process these feelings that I have. (laughs) It comes down to processing insecurity. Yeah, Yeah. so that's what's going on. Hopefully that changes soon. Yeah, and just like all of the the announcers just kill me because – the Reds announcer, for instance, Tom Brenneman. I've talked about him before. Oh, yeah. He stinks um, for a number of reasons. One of the main reasons is that he does this. He is openly contemptuous. Is that the right word? Openly contempt, yeah. uh, has contempt for advanced stats all the time. And then and he, everything and ev- and like and just things like Twitter everything and like yeah. making fun of Twitter like you know how most people are watching baseball games they're sitting there looking at Twitter and watching the game yeah. this is isn't uh, it just drives me nuts like yeah. why is he still employed by the Reds it drives me nuts anyway yeah I know it is very annoying yeah that's not gonna help you be. Uh, make the game more fun for people watching at home yeah you crying constantly is not making this game any more fun for people it's making people want to mute it or turn it off yeah and if you're uh, an announcer in a a tv announcer for a sports game that's your goal is you want to explain the game make it more fun for people at home explain what's going on you know it just drives me nuts yeah you guys are very unlucky there. I'm sorry. Another reason. Well, I, the other announcers I, I like. You got your Jim Days, your well, yeah. Chris Welsh's. They're great. But Tom Brenneman stinks. And that's why another reason why I need to mute that baby and yeah. read a book. Yeah, exactly. Now, I will say that the Giants announcers, Dwayne Kuyper and Mike Kruko, are on board with stats. Whether they understand it or not, and I think they do, but in the beginning, they might not have understood it. And they learned what these things what a novel idea and then they now they talk about it and even if you don't enjoy it or don't think it's important to baseball there is a huge amount of amount of baseball fans who do right so if you're just shitting on it then that's the same as someone shitting on uh you thinking that like uh chemistry is important or whatever like team chemistry is important whatever anyway yeah we just went off on it but no it needed to happen it had to be said. So Soon that w- you will be gone, and we will take over. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. It'll be the millennials' turn to take over. Fix this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Ashley, what's your third and oh, final? Oh, God, yeah, it's my turn. I, I couldn't tell if that one was yours or mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they kind of that one went off the rails a little, but <laughs> I think we found some uh, a good place to, yes. to settle in there. I think so, too. So my third and final one is a little boring, but it is monumental. Boring, but monumental. Yes, because I think I kind of like the Washington Monument in D.C. Right, right. (laughs) A boring monument, but monumental. But certainly Certainly a monumental monument. Monumental. Um, it is to officially quit the NFL. Whoa! Oh! I'm talking to fish. This is the first year I didn't play fantasy football, which I thought would be very difficult. It wasn't. Uh, This was, I watched maybe four or five games this year. Four games. A lot of halfies. Right. I probably watched two halfies, four holies. Okay. So, yeah. 
So you were part of less than half. Actually, of the three games. holies, two halfies. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's less than a third of the games. Five games. Right. Less than a third. And I, I just found myself not wanting to watch it at all. Watching uh like if Bundesliga was or if the Dortmund game was on on Sunday mornings. Perfect. Switch it over to easy. soccer. So easy. But yeah, I just found that I didn't have to watch it to have a good, relaxing Sunday. Yeah. And that's the most important thing of all, because that was part of my ritual that I love so much. That makes that makes sense. And I want to follow you on this quest, but I know that I will be steps behind. That's fine. And I will follow you up this mountain. Yes. Not only yeah. not only because you're my wife, but also because I agree with you whole whole hoggedly. Hoggingly. Yeah. I agree with you whole hoggedly. <laughs> but I know I will be a few steps behind because there is something deep in me about watching college football too to a certain degree and then checking yeah, in on the Bengals. I don't have that college football situation that you do. I like checking in we on We never it. watched it growing up, so it's not hard for me. And I still have the tiniest glimmer of faith that things will work out. Without Marvin Lewis? Not, <laughs> not just for the Bengals. Oh. I, I have... Probably less hope for the Bengals than the NFL. Yeah, Ah. I have the tiniest glimmer of faith faith that something will be figured out that will improve the way the game is managed, the way the players are treated, the way uh, owners treat the city that they own teams in. What year do you think this happens? I don't know. We uh, would be dead. Possibly my lifetime. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I plan and hope, uh, knock on wood, to live a long, uh, prosperous life. But I think that at some point there will be a breaking point where they just lose so There's s- some the breaking gets point. so bad that they yeah. need to do something about it. It's so diluted that they do something through big. That really bad I don't time. know. Yeah. I, it, it's not like... Thankfully, no one's really paying attention to me in the terms of the NFL, so I can kind of dip in and out at my leisure. Do whatever you want. Yeah. So I've kind of shifted. I used to be like way into football. You know, 10 years ago, I was way more into football than the NBA. Right. And now I've shifted over to the NBA, which I think maybe you have too. Yeah. Well, that's a very strong resolution. And I think you can too. Yeah. And I will support you and your journey thank you by bringing up the rear i mean i'm seriously like sitting here wondering if i care about the super bowl yeah well that's another thing will the super bowl parties still continue when no one is watching right i think we should have a party no matter what i mean i love having parties yes and dips a dip party i need my dip parties i love dips i love dip dinners um and then when you can get friends over to like around a sporting event that never happens. Oh man, happens. I know that never happens for us. Yeah. So that'll be maybe the last thing to go is the Super Bowl party. I'm okay with that. We That's don't have fun. to watch yeah. anything. Yeah, like you giving don't. Giving them money by view by having And then those halftime shows. Do do we know who's the halftime show? I ain't paying attention. That's the Super Bowl. I don't know if I heard of it. Maybe we could that. just stream this on Reddit. They don't get any credit for that, right? That's true. They don't get any Yeah. Just illegally stream it. I'd hate to give the NFL even one more view. I don't on want their them Super to Bowl know that I'm seeing anything. Broadcast. In yeah. 
<laughs> well, there you go. That's six New Year's sports resolutions. I think that's enough. Yeah. Anymore, it's I like wanted to limit it to three apiece because if you go more than three, it's like, come on, is, are any of these going to get done? I mean, yeah, exactly. Are they going to get done and, and save some for the other years? Yeah, exactly. You got plenty of growth. Right. Let's go one step at a time. Thank you. Yeah, so that'll add. Uh, I'll add those to my other uh, New Year's resolutions, right? Which, of course, include <laughs> losing 190 pounds, <laughs> only drinking more than two beers a day on holidays and when I feel like it, eat more fruits and vegetables, run a sub three hour marathon, and read more <laughs> nonfiction. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, what, what was the second one? The second one was only drink more than two beers a day on holidays and when I feel like it. Only drink more than two beers a day on holidays <laughs> and when I feel like it. Just stopping myself at two. Right. That's the important part. Right. Okay. Well, uh, I yeah, don't know. I mean, I hope you do it. I yeah. Do it. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Do you have any other resolutions you want to share? Ethel? Um, yeah, I, I too want to lose 109 pounds. 109 pounds. Okay. I said 190 pounds. Oh, well, I don't have 190 pounds to give. That's true. You're much smaller than me. I want to lose a hundred. I weigh 115 pounds. I want to lose 109 <laughs> pounds. Um, <laughs> you'll be as small as the cat. <laughs> I'll be smaller than the cat. That's my goal. I can't stand that our cat is the skinniest one in this house. Yeah, I get pissed about <laughs> the cat being so skinny all the time. And I look at myself in the mirror and I'm a slob. <laughs> um, I do have resolutions, so let's see. I just stated them on New Year's Day, and I've already forgotten them. One is to learn French. I already kind of started. And then my last one is kind of a joke, to have the leg strength of our friend Danielle DePaulo because she... Has really strong legs, and I love that about her. Right, you got to build strength in the. She in can the dance legs. like Sierra, and I can't. Well, and I just want to dance like Sierra. That's uh, would be a nice skill to have. I think so too. Yeah. So there it is. 2018 is in our rear view. Yes. Like the Bye. bear, like the bear caught in the trap. Right. We have freed ourselves, and we're mangier. <laughs> we're bloodied up. We're angry. And we're ready to lose those pounds. And we're ready to lose a <laughs> lot of pounds. So, folks, if you have any uh, big-time sports resolutions, please email us, sportsports at gmail.com, or tweet at us, at sportsports. We will read them out if you uh, want to send them to us soon. And Ashley, and we will respond, and we do know that we have some emails that we need to get to, but because of the holidays, it's been a little tricky. That's so absolutely true. We are getting true. to those now. Yes, we will be getting to your emails if you sent them already. We saw a few in the inbox. And other than that, I just hope that, Ashley, you have the best 2019 possible. I hope that you have the best 2019 possible. Thank you. And Let's folks, do it together. If you're listening at home, have the best freaking 2019 Woo! possible. And this has been Sports Sports. Sports is artist. Sports is artist. Sports is.